All right, welcome back. Guardian Academy. We're back with the core concept, this little shield up in the left-hand corner. That's what it means, core concept. You're gonna wanna come back to it. It's really designed to rewire the way you think about things. These videos are gonna be broad stroke uh, because you gotta understand them conceptually before the details really matter. And then we get into the details as uh, you climb the tiers and get help from the community and all that stuff. Okay, today we're gonna talk about one of the most important core concepts, if not the most important core concept, which is the idea of the solvable problem. See a little trademark there, trademarked by uh, one of my good friends and partners in other companies, uh, Dan Nicholson, and the solvable problem is actually extracted out of Dan's book, Rigging the Game, How to Achieve Financial Certainty, Navigate Risk, Make Money on Your Own Terms. Great book, Wall Street bestseller. Uh, he knocked it out of the park. I strongly recommend it. Get it on Amazon or whatever. I'll put a link in the description. But we're going to dive into the solvable problem because it answers the question, answers many questions like, should I do X, Y, Z? When should I do X, Y, Z? How do I know if something is good or bad? How do I know when to invest or divest? How do I know when to do more or to do less? How do I know when to take more risk? How do I know when to take risk off the table? Does this even make sense for me? And if you're not asking these questions and you don't have a solvable problem, it's because you're probably chasing more. You're just chasing upside. And that definitely is not the most efficient path forward. And we'll explain that, okay? So the biggest risk, remember, the biggest risk of all is that you don't get what you want out of life. Okay? So what is risky for you may not be risky for somebody else. Okay? What's risky for somebody else may not be risky for you. There are absolutely scenarios where if you don't take additional risk, you probably won't get what you want out of life. There's other scenarios where you're on track to get what you want out of life, and if you don't take risk off the table, then you're actually increasing the probability that you don't get what you want. So it's you relative to where you want to be. And the biggest risk is that the probability that you get what you want goes down. So there is no universal risky, not risky. Uh, there's just probability that you get what you want out of life. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. It's a little bit of a shift, but that's what we do when we talk about individuals. We're not group indexing. We're saying, how do you get what you want out of life, not what is the general population average? Which is tough because humans default to more. So most people are either going to be super fear based or super greed based. Either way, they believe that more is the answer, and more is rarely the answer. Oftentimes, the things that you're doing to make more money will get you uh, further away from spending time with your family. The thing that has more upside might have a bigger risk of complete ruin, which gets you further away from feeding your family. Uh, you got to get really clear on what you're trying to accomplish. And more is not a, an efficient thing to optimize for. It's not likely that you get what you want if you're just looking at bigger, better, faster, more. Now, the shift is from more to closer, more specifically, close to the things that are the most important to you. Okay, things that are the most important to you. You want to retire your spouse, you want to pay for your kids college, you want to buy a second home, you want to pay off your debt, whatever it is, every decision you make needs to get you closer to those things. There are often scenarios where the thing that might get you more will get you further away from one of your priorities. It's really important to be clear on that. So the principle you're going to hear in Guardian Academy around the Guardian Academy is closer over more. Optimize and bias closer over more. 
That's not to judge anybody's strategy. It's not to kill anybody's euphoric feeling. It's to remind you that what I'm doing might not work for you. What you're doing might not work for me. The real question is this behavior or this decision more likely to get you closer to what you want or not? Just to override the impulsive desire for more because more is not the solution oftentimes. But more is appealing because we're facing an intractable problem, which I spoke about in the previous video. And when we have an intractable problem, we just default to more. Intractable problem is simply a problem that cannot be solved. Uh, it cannot be solved. The answer cannot be known, or there are an infinite number of possible answers. None of those are helpful in our day-to-day decision-making. If, if I say, how do I uh, get to the grocery store? And somebody says, well, there's an infinite ways to get there. That doesn't help you make a decision. Okay? If there's no way to get there, then that sucks. You can't get what you want, so on and so forth. So we look at a multivariable equation, which life is. There's a lot of components to life. There's way more than three components. Uh, This does not work for a few reasons, okay? And this is what most of us are dealing with when we look at our life. We're looking at some variables defined, some variables undefined, and we're just trying to solve for it. We're just trying to make it add up. Uh, The two problems with this particular equation is, one, there's an infinite number of answers. There's an infinite number of ways I can make this all add up. The biggest problem with that is there's an infinite number of outcomes. They're not outcomes that you decided, right? This variable is undefined. So the first step is making sure that even if there's a lot of variables, if we solve for it, we get the outcome that we want, not some random outcome. And so the very first step is we always want to define the outcome that we want. Then we can solve, we can face a multivariable equation like this, and there may be infinite uh, number of solutions here, which is still not ideal, and I'll show you how to fix that. But at least if we solve this, we end up with the outcome we want. So this is a better equation than this, when we're talking about purpose-driven life and getting the things you want. Predefine the outcome that you want, then you move the variables around to get that outcome. Okay, I hope that makes sense. The solvable problem informs. If we could get this down to five times four times y equals 20. Well, that informs us what y is. y is one. Boom, problem solved. We're good. Okay, so it's the most efficient way to get the outcome that you want. The solvable problem informs behavior. It tells us when to take more risk, when we need to maybe take risk off the table, uh, how to behave in certain situations. We might have four options in front of us. The solvable problem might tell us which one is the most likely to get us the things that we want. And it starts by defining the important variables, the things that are the most important to you. There's always a trade-off, okay? We're not saying we want everything. Saying these are the most important things. Let's define those, and then we can move the other variables around if we need to. The first variable to define is your profit priorities. Those are the things that are the most important to you. Uh, You got to pay for your uh, kid's college. It's very important that you do that. Let's say... He or she goes to college in 11 years. It's going to cost 120 grand. So now you have kids' college, 120 grand, 11 years. We just define variables that we can now adjust our behavior to solve for to give us the highest probability of having the available funds to fund that. Okay. So we're going to talk really broad strokes just to understand the conceptual framework. The details can get crazy. 
but until you understand the conceptual framework, it's not even worth getting into the details. Okay? We got to think in terms of solvable problem, getting closer, um, not chasing more. And then we refine and we iterate it later. There's a ton of community members inside of uh, the Guardian Academy. They're CCA graduates. Those are students that are actually certified in helping people with the solvable problem in the operating system. Uh, so they're in there. You know, If you need help to dial it in, you can dial it in. But first, we got to do the basics. Here's how you come up with your solvable problem. Priority cost appropriate timeline. Those are the initial variables. That is step one. Can you list your top one or two or three priorities? Uh, pay for kids college, retire my spouse, pay off house. Okay. Uh, pay for kids college, 120 grand, timeline 11 years. Retire, well, I'd like to retire uh, after my kid goes to college. So that's also 11 years. That's, I'm gonna need X amount of dollars. Okay, so on and so forth. So then we have solvable problems. And so you got to get clear on your priorities and you got to prioritize them. Be honest about what's the most important. So again, when it comes down to it, we can decide uh, how to behave. The cost of that priority and an appropriate timeline, not the best case hopeful timeline, but an appropriate one. We can always collapse time down later. And we don't want to be in a situation where we have to be urgent. Okay. So priority, cost, appropriate timeline. Now we have a solvable problem that informs. I'll give you a quick example of what it could look like. This is the Certainty app. You could do this on a spreadsheet. You could do this pen and paper. This is, again, a very broad stroke. But you can see here, this is an example. Um, priorities. Have better hair than Dan. Buy a million wolf pups. Full-time nap life. This is uh, infinitely expensive. $15 million and $10 million. Hey, these are not real. You really do want to sit down and say, pay for kids' college, uh, buy a second home, pay off mortgage, eliminate debt, whatever are the most important things to you. We want to make sure you're getting closer to them so all of your behaviors have to actually increase the probability that that happens. Once we've done this, and you can just play with it, you can get a ballpark uh, total amount needed, okay, and then you have timelines. We can go over to the solvable problem here. And here's an example, okay? This is a solvable problem calculator in the Certainty app. It's free. Uh, I'll put a link in the, the description. This is step one. Just do this and sit on it, okay? Nothing else you need to do. Just conceptualize it, think about it, understand how, how this works. Let's say that we did uh, all of our work and we came up ballpark that we need an extra two million dollars by january 1st 2030 okay that's our solvable problem yours will be different customize this to you uh you got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you can invest laying around and uh, you could add an extra nine thousand dollars a month that's what you could stuff away into savings All right. now we already have learned a lot that can inform our behavior let me show you one, we have a target. Two, we can see that with what we have right now, we need 31.5% return on our efforts uh, in order to solve this problem in a timeline that's appropriate. So this might tell you, should I open a business? Should I invest? 
Uh, where can I get this kind of return with the resources I have? But we can also look and say, wait a minute, before I go chase more and try to win the lottery, what if I could drive my tax, what if I talk to my CPA, I could drive my tax rate down to 0%. All right, well, now I need 18.9%. This was a less risky way to use the resources we already have to get a higher probability. Now, I need 18.9% on the resources that I have. This informs how much risk we need to take. So you can't hide all your money in a, in a savings account and get 18.9%. That's Playing it too safe means you're not going to get what you want out of life. But you also don't need to win the lottery. You don't need to have a 5,000x investment. It's not necessary. Chasing that makes it less likely that you'll get what you need. So then we can say, all right, we can go back to the resource allocation video and do like a two Oreo principle, which is in the previous videos. Uh, let's say you cut some expenses and you find some savings and yada, yada, yada. And you find an extra two grand a month that you can invest. And uh, that's obviously on the initial investment as well. Well, now I need 15%. See? I just drove down the amount of risk I need to take. So let's say that we're here. Now what we can do is we can move forward. We can make decisions with this framework. And if next month we get 27%, we can choose to take risk off the table because we're on track. That increases the probability that we get what we want. Uh, we could also choose to take that overage and do something riskier to collapse time. Okay? But we know exactly how much the overage, we either take it off the table or bet it. We know exactly how much it is safe to take while still being on track to get what we want out of life. See how that works? And then we layer on preferences. There's other preferences like I refuse to, uh, I want to be home by 5 p.m. every night to have uh, dinner with my kids as long as they're eating dinner at the house. Well, solvable problem informs. If that's part of the solvable problem, more time with the kids, then you say no to things that take away time for the kids. Even if it means you'll make more money, right? We're optimizing for closer over more. So you want to start thinking about what do I actually, like what is, just start with one. Like what is the core priority? What is the appropriate or what's the cost of funding that priority? And what is an appropriate timeline? We can collapse a time later, but what is a worst case scenario that would still be okay? And then we can see how far or how close we are. And sometimes we see stuff like this. I just want to make a million dollars by 2030 and they're gambling and they're doing all this crazy stuff and they're burning themselves out. When in reality, had they done the solvable problem, they would recognize they're already on track. Every gamble they take gets them further away, risk adjusted. Because if you have this and you can put this away, then by your target date, you will have what you want. And so it tells us when to take risk off the table. It tells us when we need to take more risk. And we're not guessing. We're actually stepping into the highest probability of getting what we want. Obviously, you can see how this applies to financial investments and crypto and stuff like that. Okay. When we have a solvable problem, we become guided by the following question. Whoa, 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 hold on. I really want to do this thing, start a new business, charge more money, invest in this thing. Am I chasing more or is this getting me closer? And a lot of times in the community, you'll come in and you'll say, hey, should I do this? And people will say, well, what are you, what are you optimizing for? 
or they'll ask you, are you chasing more or is it actually getting you closer? And you can sit down and just as a very broad stroke, you can go, huh, yeah, this is actually probably going to get me further away and you don't have to worry about it anymore, right? So it's all about getting closer to what actually matters to you because if you don't do that, what is the point? Okay. Hope that was helpful. Think about it. There's much deeper dives coming up, uh, worksheets and all that stuff, but you can start with the Certainty app whenever you want. And live to learn, give to earn. Share your six-word update. Any takeaways, ahas, questions, come into the community. There's conversations about this stuff all the time in the threads, on Twitter spaces, Zoom calls. Everybody's working together to, to, to really refine their own solvable problems and, and use the perspective of others to poke holes and all that stuff. So utilize the collective momentum and uh, can't wait to see your six-word update. Thanks for listening to the Garden Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers, and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.